0: Hey everyone, this is usually the time I tell you about our email newsletter, but I wanted to talk to you about something else. As of January 2023, It's All Journalism is hosted on Spotify's Megaphone platform, so you can subscribe to our podcast there, or you can continue subscribing, listening, or download new episodes of our podcast at Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Amazon Music, Audible, or just about anywhere you can find podcasts. But wherever you find us, please subscribe so you won't miss an episode and like and share us on your social media. And now, this week's episode.
1: They're great journalists with great sources and great information and can tell great stories, generally in print. This is a good transition for them to gain new skills and then also to increase the level of our own journalism in our television stations across the country.
0: With layoffs continuing to be a common occurrence across the media landscape, newsrooms are seeing a significant loss in experience and institutional knowledge that's difficult to replace. What can be done? I'm Michael O'Connell. Welcome to It's All Journalism. In January, the E.W. Scripps Company announced the first cohort of the Google-backed Journalism Journey Initiative, which aims to retain experienced journalists by redeploying their reporting skills for video-driven reporting platforms. Today, I'm joined by Jim Iovino, the program's director, and Neil Bennett, the senior talent acquisition partner at Scripps. Jim and Neil, welcome to It's All Journalism. Thanks for having us. Glad to be here. Okay, so first of all, you know, Jim, we spoke way back in 2019 at West Virginia University. Back then, you were working with the start program. So, you know, tell me about the transition from there
1: to where you're at now. Yeah. So, you know, we started, it was a master's degree program in media solutions and innovation back then, really looking at, you know, kind of updating the business models for local news across the country. I'm happy to say that program is still going strong. They're in their third year. We had a lot of great folks come through that program in the first two years. And now this new group as well, uh, looking forward to seeing what they do from it. For me, you know, I, I saw an opportunity here with Scripps in the Journalism Journey Initiative. And, you know, I have a background in broadcast news, mostly on the digital side, but it kind of was calling to me and uh, I wanted to get back into a broadcast newsroom or, or be adjacent to broadcast newsrooms in some way. And so this kind of put all of my skills together in one spot with the training and the coaching and just like innovation within it. And so, yeah, so I joined up in... August of last year, and uh, yeah, we're starting this program off now.
0: Yeah, and you actually, I think maybe reached out to me in, in August of last year, and we had a uh, a long journey to get to this interview, uh, to the point that you and I actually ran into each other at an event in Washington D.C., and I, I got to be the embarrassed person and said, yeah, I you know I haven't followed up on the invitation of yeah, you can come on our podcast, but but here we are months later. That's That's all in the past.
1: I I, I was just, you know, making sure uh, I had to travel to D.C. to make sure I got on here. There we go.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's actually, who knows? So, Neil, tell me a little bit about yourself. What got you interested in journalism? How'd you end up at Scripps?
2: This is actually my second go-round with Scripps. My first time was part of the 22 years I spent in local TV newsrooms from in illustrious places like Kirksville, Missouri, and Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and Charlottesville, Virginia. I've done everything from producing and running assignment desks and a little bit of reporting here and there, all the way up to being a news director. I spent a few years on the digital side working for Tegna. And then that's what moved me, Tegna moved me over to their recruiting side a few years ago. And I really loved working for that company, but the opportunity to be part of this program and do something that I think is going to be industry changing was so exciting to me. And that's what brought me back to Scripps. I'm what's called a boomeranger. I spent a couple of years at Scripps as WPTV in West Palm Beach as assistant news director, left for about a decade,
1: and now I'm back.
0: So Jim, as a program director, let me turn to you then and ask you, tell me a little bit about the Journalism Journey Initiative.
1: Yeah, so our program really focuses on Bringing experienced veteran print journalists or even digital journalists over to us at Scripps, where we can kind of transition them into a broadcast and video driven storytelling platforms there. So, whether it be on air or on digital or on OTT or any other kind of platforms, but really adding that skill set to them. You know, they have, in the case of our first cohort that came in, long print careers established journalists in different markets around the country but you know what we're looking for now is to like kind of bring them into our realm of journalism here show them how to enhance their storytelling with video and you know then have them kind of come into our newsrooms and increase you know the the quality of of what we're doing on air and online so i guess the thing i want to understand is
0: these are experienced journalists who do not have video skills or multimedia skills, and you're actually training them and then sending them back to the same newsrooms, or are they going to, you know, from newsroom to newsroom to sort of share these skills?
1: Yeah. So they're coming from, you know, generally print newsrooms for, with newspapers or, you know, nonprofit digital outlets across the country. We've hired them, given them full-time jobs with us in our Scripps newsrooms, either at the local level in different markets around the country or with Scripps News, formerly what was known as Newsy. Had a rebrand recently. And, you know, they are, are journalists like any other journalists in our newsrooms have full time jobs. And we're taking, you know, two years basically to train them on the proper ways to add video storytelling into the mix for themselves, something that, you know, they really probably haven't done much in the past, if at all. And, you know, it's a learning curve for anyone to do this sort of thing. I know I, you know, when I first went from a newspaper to a broadcast newsroom a long, long time ago, you know, I started out, had no idea the difference between a VO and a VOSOT, uh, anything like that. Like what was a rundown as opposed to a budget, any of those kind of things. It's a really brand new experience with new lingo, new terminology and new ways to tell stories. So they're great journalists with great sources and great information and can tell great stories generally in print this is a good transition for them to gain new skills and then also to increase the level of our own journalism in our television stations across the country so neil what's your role in the project
2: my job was you know mostly recruiting finding these journalists you know whether it's meeting them at conferences like spj or ire sourcing for them in the given markets that we work with or just looking at people who apply to the program. We had uh, around 80 applicants for this first cohort for six slots so it was a very competitive process you know working with Jim working in, in a lot of ways I was playing matchmaker you know trying to find great journalists who so would be great fits in the newsrooms that they're serving you know and at the local level we were able to hire journalists that were already in market so in Phoenix, for example, we hired Ann Ryman as a Pulitzer Prize winning investigative journalist from the Arizona Republic, who we brought over to our Phoenix TV station. And she's already contributing to the investigative team through background work. She'll eventually be doing her own TV packages, if you will, her own investigative on-air journalism.
0: So tell me about the training program that you bring them in, these six journalists in the first cohort. How long did it take, you know, what were the, the skills that you were focusing on and what did you want them to do when they came out of it?
1: Yeah, so, you know, when they first signed up and signed on with us, I think their first days were all January 9th of this year, and soon after we had like a what we call a boot camp at our Scripps headquarters in Cincinnati where we got them all together and told them, you know, all the basics, everything you kind of need to know to kind of feel your way out in a broadcast newsroom, all the lingo, terminology, all of that. And then throughout this year and next, we will be getting back together either, you know, in person or doing virtual trainings throughout the year to go over things like broadcast script writing, or, you know, like how do you have an on-air presence? How do you shoot video in different ways for broadcast? And then, you know, most of them will also work with talent coaches as well to help them just kind of like feel their way out when they're going to be on air and like, how do they really get that on-air presence that they need? Because, you know, most of them have never done that sort of thing before. Once again, they know the journalism, but they don't know how to be on air in most cases. So it's kind of unheard of to kind of bring folks along in a way like this, of giving them this much runway and this much training, but we want to make sure that we do it absolutely right. And then this is something that we can continue on for a few years down the road as well, and start getting that pipeline of these really strong journalists to come and join Scripps across the country. How many newsrooms does Scripps have?
2: As of today, we are we have sixty one television stations in 41 markets. We also own Scripps News slash former newsy, as, as Jim mentioned. They're based in Atlanta, but they have presence in, I think, twelve or thirteen markets around the country and looking to grow.
0: Let me ask you, Neil, when, when you were recruiting and, and, you know, looking at the applications and everything, you know, what, was it, what were the qualifications you were looking for? Who did you envision would be the ideal candidate for this program?
2: You know, I don't know that there was a an ideal candidate. We wanted veteran journalists who've accomplished something in their career. You know, we have everything from people who've been doing this for 30 years down to people who've been doing this for, you know, six or seven years. We wanted people who understand how to tell stories to dig and also have the type of attitude that they're not just going to be great journalists themselves but they're going to help come in and elevate what our newsrooms are doing and at the same time we wanted to make sure that the newsrooms were the right newsrooms to give those journalists runway because you know you get a great journalist that walks in your door you want to use them and abuse them on day one are additive journalists to the program that are being you know, sponsored, if you will. So they're able to give them a little bit of extra runway time to grow into the video side while they're already contributing on the digital side using the writing skills they have, the research skills they have, the contacts at the local level they have in market. So it's a little bit of both.
0: And what's the Google News Initiative's sort of role in this?
1: Google's made a financial commitment to Scripps to underwrite our Journalism Journey Initiative program. You know, they're providing funding to scripts for the training, technical and operational support of the, the journalists that they'll receive in this program. We're excited that they wanted to do something like this. I think, you know, one of the big things that we see with this program is, you know, we want to make sure that as newspapers continue to shrink and, you know, lots of journalists across the country lose their jobs, unfortunately you know, through layoffs and whatnot. We want to make sure that those journalists can continue to do good journalism and have it be with us, right? We don't want to see the journalists go and do PR work or, or go into marketing or something like that. Like, they're really good journalists, right? And and there are a lot of them out there. And, you know, we feel that they can really be a, a big enhancement to what we do in a broadcast environment. And so we're we're lucky to be able to Work with Google to kind of bring these folks in.
2: And I would even add that part of this is you know as newspapers are shrinking, they're abandoning some of their traditional roles and communities of being watchdogs of you know of government or law enforcement or business. And so we're trying to you know, many of our stations are looking at how can we help fill those gaps in communities that have been traditionally filled by newspapers. Journalists that have that newspaper background, is gonna help make our stations better and our network properties better at filling those roles that newspapers have traditionally filled.
0: And why go after veteran journalists?
1: We see, and I've seen this too, in newsrooms across the country where, you know, the, the veteran journalists, once they leave a newsroom, that leaves a big hole and a big knowledge gap within a lot of these newsrooms. And it's not easy to replace that. These folks like know their communities very well they have a lot of sources within the community. They know how to tell great stories, and they can get action from what they report on, right? And can help our communities. And so, like, a big thing is we don't want to see that go away. They're crucial members of any newsroom, and if we can bring some of those folks on board with us, all the better.
2: They've got skills that are very transferable from print to broadcast. Being a great investigative journalist, you're a great investigative journalist. All we're doing is giving them a new presentation format, if you will, and maybe a different audience for the content. But being a great investigative journalist is being a great investigative journalist. I mean, who wouldn't want a Pulitzer Prize winner in their newsroom? Who wouldn't want a veteran data journalist in their newsroom? You know, Who wouldn't want a 10-plus-year crime and courts reporter from within the market in their newsroom you know we were able to get all of that for our first cohort and our newsrooms are seeing the benefit of those experiences and that knowledge already even though those folks are not quite yet ready to be regular on-air contributors
0: so obviously it makes sense if they've got all this experience and if certainly in the same market they're going to have connections already in covering certain types of stories i mean that's stuff that you can't teach in a classroom So it's good to sort of bring that in there. The newsrooms themselves. I mean, how did you decide outside of the fact that maybe you had a a person who was in Arizona could go into Phoenix or vice versa? How did you decide which newsrooms would benefit most from this program?
2: Much of it was the newsrooms themselves raising their hand and saying, hey, we want this and this is the role we envision, you know, so a lot of it was that we had more stations and properties that wanted to participate in the program then we had slots in year one we already have people who are already talking to us about about year two so you know it was a matter of sort of finding the best journalists we can with the best vision that a given property had for them you know and in some cases like phoenix that you mentioned we've already done this before where phoenix has their top investigative reporter was a former print reporter so, you know, we've already got somebody who, there who can be a mentor and, and help grow the person that we brought on board. It's a mixture of who was available in a given market for what the station or, or network property was looking for and, and the quality of the candidates that we had.
0: We're recording this about a month out from, you know, January 9th when, actually exactly uh, <laughs> that, from when that first cohort began, you know, what results have you seen so far?
1: so i just uh tweeted some of this out yesterday but you know folks like we mentioned ann ryman so super wonderful person great investigative journalist has kind of hit the ground running there in arizona with the investigative team there she's not been on air per se like fronting a story but she's gone out done the interviews tracked the package and you know that has aired on the station and it actually got results right away. And you know there'll be follow-up stories from that as well. And then you have others who have gone out, done say like a digital version of a story and then has worked on like the VO, um, the script for on broadcast that an anchor would read, something like that. And then others have done like pure digital stories for like Scripps News, included some video in with that and some other multimedia elements. Others have are like right now going out in different parts of the country with reporters and and photographers and just learning the basics, learning how they do it, how they shoot, how do they kind of like put a story together from start to finish on broadcast. So there's a lot going on for them. Are they like all ready to turn in a story in one day and, and fronting it on the 6 PM news? They're not there yet. You know, we have a long way to go with a lot more training in this first year so that they can get to that point, but they'll get there, they'll get there.
2: I would even add, you know, some of our reporters are able to provide context for stories. Yesterday, for example, in, in Las Vegas, MGM did their quarterly earnings release and their annual earnings release from last year. The reporter that we hired had been previously covering the casino industry for the Las Vegas Sun for a number of years. He was able to instantly provide context to their coverage about what those numbers really meant for not just MGM, but for the Las Vegas community in a way that probably the average TV reporter, many of whom would be new to the market, are not used to covering earnings releases, are able to do. That's the type of situation where where that journalist was an immediate benefit to the newsroom, made the TV story better, wrote the digital story themselves, and overall made our coverage of, of an important story in Las Vegas
0: So when you say that this is the first cohort, that generally implies that there's going to be a second, or you hope that there's going to be a second. What's sort of the time frame of that? When do you think it'll be time to bring in a a second cohort?
2: We're already starting to get interest in part of the second cohort, and we're already having some conversations with folks. We'll formally post the recruiting effort, the formal recruiting of the second cohort in June of this year, ahead of the IRE conference. That'll be kind of our kick off to the official recruiting so we'll recruit through the summer and into the early fall and then hope to wrap up the recruiting of the cohort in the in the fall and uh, start them back up again early next year
0: so is the idea that it's going to be about the same number of people
2: to be similar might be a few more depending on where we are you know financially i would say we're going to do at least what we've done this year possibly more
0: Okay. So at the end of the day, what is it you're hoping to accomplish out of, you know, this cohort out of this, this initiative? Let's start with you, Neil.
2: So, you know, I've been asked what does success look like? What are we trying to accomplish here? We want to positively impact journalism, both for our stations and the industry and the communities that we serve. So I feel like we'll be able to make a contribution to journalism. But I jokingly say, half serious what does success look like to me success looks like when our competitors copy us and you know what i've worked for several of our competitors if they want to copy us because we're doing such a great job i'll be happy about it because i care about journalism i want our profession to continue to to thrive and succeed in this country so so when we're so successful our competitors are copying us that's when we'll when i'll be a very happy camper
1: how about you jim For us, especially for just us at Scripps, I want to see this turn into a pipeline for us of high quality journalists who can bring a lot to the table for all of our markets and for Scripps News and be able to kind of bring those folks in, have a program in place where we can ideally train them on the things that they don't know and they can turn around and help our own newsrooms with things that folks in those newsrooms may not know and so we enhance the overall quality of our journalism and make it so that our communities are better off because of it
0: this sounds like a real like a win-win situation that you're training journalists to you know they may have headed out the door and done other things you're you're retaining that that experience you're you're teaching them new skills so that they can not only continue to be good journalists, but they can also, you know, help other newsrooms and and maybe even mentor younger journalists. So uh, bravo. I think it's a really great thing, Jim and Neil. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it.
2: Thank
1: you.
0: You've been listening to It's All Journalism, a weekly podcast about the people who make the news. You can find out more about us and download past episodes at itsalljournalism.com. While you're visiting our website, sign up for the It's All Journalism newsletter. You'll get all the latest info about our podcast, including episode notes and news about live events and upcoming interviews. Go to itsalljournalism.com to subscribe. Speaking of subscribing, you can subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, and pretty much anywhere good podcasts are found.